Hello and welcome to Connecting to Host with the Shy Guys. It's co-op and multiplayer gaming for everybody. Today we're going to be looking at Human Fall Flat, a quirky open-ended physics-based puzzle and exploration game set in floating dreamscapes. Your goal is to escape these surreal dreams by solving puzzles with nothing but your wits, physics and a little fat blob called Bob. Uh, the game costs about £12 on Steam for Windows, Mac and Linux, and similar price on Xbox One, PS4, slightly more expensive on Switch at £15, but you know, roughly the same sort of price area. Uh, we're both playing it on our high-end gaming PCs with GTX 1080s, just to get all that physics goodness you know, offloaded onto that GPU, make sure everything's super realistic, get all that reflection on the blobs. Uh, yeah, have to, we have to rub that in every time. By the way, we've got yeah. GTX 1080s. Just saying, just saying. And we and ain't mining for, cryptocurrency. Yeah, not for Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> they're just sitting idle. <laughs> <laughs> so, John, tell us the core game facts about Human Fall Flat. Cool. So, as you've already mentioned, you play a guy called Bob. Bob has no superpowers. He is just a man. Like Flash Gordon. And you, ah. Oh. Flash. Uh, you work your way through, as you say, dreamscapes, uh, where which is essentially you have to get through a level, go from A to B to C by working out various puzzles. Now, what's pretty cool is that most of the puzzles have multiple ways around them. So there's a couple of times when it's like, we've got to get through this door. Hmm, how are we going to do it? How are we going to do it? We faff around a little bit and then I jump out the window and you come through the door. It's like, huh, we've both figured out how to get around it, but in different ways. Uh, it's uh, funny you should mention that one because that was the first puzzle and I spent ages trying to jump a ledge which had like a little <laughs> uh, beam popping out of it and there was a plank. Mm. And I said, like, if I could pick up this plank, put it on the beam like a seesaw, we could jump across. I spent ages and then you just went up to a door and went, oh, this door's open. <laughs> <laughs> just took us to the same place. It's like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> It's not like there's any loot or treasure or anything good the other way. It's like, no, 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 no secrets, nothing Just special. Just took you to outside. And crannies. <laughs> so, um, so, so primarily this is like a... The, the puzzles mostly come from the physics, so you have to get from A to B. And it's not like Quop. Your guy can actually move around sensibly, but it is, it's got a little bit of that sort of thing going on. So you move around with the left stick. It's a 3D game. You move around in a 3D environment with the left stick. And then the left and right triggers basically make your arm jut out and grab. Now you can grab onto walls, which means you'll hold onto them. So if you just jump and grab and you happen to grab onto a wall, you'll just kind of dangle like a fish, <laughs> stuck to a wall, flapping around until you let go. Have you um, ever seen a fish jump out of water and stick to a wall? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I call bullshit, sir. I call bullshit. <laughs> Prove it. Um... Yes, so you can grab onto walls, but you can also... Uh, so you can use this mechanic to do some climbing as well. So if you look up, and then you grab, and then look down, i.e. put your arms, kind of go down to your belly, then you can pull yourself up. You can't really climb a whole wall this way, but you can use it to jump up, and then you can pull yourself up an extra like half-body amount and climb to the top. So that's pretty crucial for getting around on some of the le levels. Oops. And you can also, I mean, you can use your arms to grab things that you can kind of toss around the levels sometimes uh, you need to just get something out of the way and you can also use your arms to interact so you can maybe put a rock on a catapult and then use your arm on the lever to pull the lever on the catapult or to try and turn a handle or to push buttons or operate the sort of physics-based machinery that they have lying around so um, 
yeah, I mean, that's, that, that is essentially the game in a nutshell. Uh, you run around looking like a twat. <laughs> and then eventually it's like real life. It out. <laughs> yeah, it's or pretty us much playing PUBG. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but eventually you figure out something and it's pretty satisfying. So uh, there's a whole bunch of physics stuff lying around the world for you to play with. I mean, it's quite nice because it introduces, you know, a little area will have something relatively new to play with. They're not, not reusing too many tricks, which is nice. So it might be a pole that you can use to sort of uh, do a pole jump over a gap. So you have to somehow maneuver it down the gap and then just jump at the top and swing across. Or you might have to climb a windmill by clinging onto it. Uh, I think the most fun bit, I think it's worth talking about, uh, and you probably know exactly what I'm going to say, but there's a bit where you um, you go from boat to boat and you go from a small boat to a medium boat to a larger yeah. boat. And that was quite fun. And on the very last one, there's a bunch of shipping containers on the back. And now well, there's a crane-like object. Before you even get to that, it's the fact that we were on like a little dinghy and then a raft and then a speedboat. And the speedboat was pretty awesome. It's like, oh, cool, mm. you can literally just like power around. And we saw this <laughs> huge shipping container. And I was like, I hope we get to drive that. And sure enough, you like climbed up the back of it and went in and there was like a little wheel and a thrust. And you yeah. drove it and just <laughs> smashed and it I into the dock. And I fucking perfectly as well. That was it, square parking. If by perfect you mean like the end of Lost World where the T-Rex <laughs> escapes out the hole, then yes. Nope, it was perfect. I was sticking to my story. But then um, but then I love the bit that came next. So you had to, you know, you had to manoeuvre the shipping containers in a way that helped you progress. And there was a little crane, which we moved back to the boat. And then you could uh, basically like one of the toy machines in an arcade when you push it down to grab something from the toy. Um, but you know, you can move the crane left, right, forward, back, and then up and down using these buttons which is very hard to control because it's all the same like reach out with your arm and then you have to kind of walk forward to push the lever and it judders forward and then you had to maneuver all the hooks on and this we probably spent 15 minutes doing this right this one puzzle and yep. you're like just trying to put hooks onto containers <laughs> but all i can see is you like jumping around <laughs> flailing rapidly back and forth falling off the side ripping these things the best bit though was i got it perfect i was like yep easy yeah. up easy up and you just went full <laughs> throttle up and you've moved it too far left and so it lifted up and like on most big shipping containers like the um which got i was gonna say the poop deck just because i like to say poop <laughs> but that's not right like the bit where it's not a crow's nest it's just where like the captain is like the little mm. window that sticks out with all the shit in it um the, shit, the container was under that and so you pulled it up rapidly <laughs> and the left hand side of the container just twatted it into the front of this building which then the physics kicked in like ragdoll physics i flew off into the water and then the containers wobbled off and the bits fell off and then you couldn't move it oh it was awful it was it was pretty disastrous <laughs> but, but it that's was what funny made it fun the yeah. failing was fun that's what yeah. made, that was the core of what made the game good is that failing was fun and if it wasn't fun it would be frustrating so but yeah, yeah, I mean that's that's essentially that's essentially the game. I don't think I have a huge amount more to say on the matter. No, I'll, I'll talk about the multiplayer. I mean, they added this in October last year, um, and it's apparently their most requested feature. And they basically just made it so that instead of one person running around these levels, you can now have up to eight, uh, which is <laughs> a fairly significant number. Um, there's no difference in the game. You still have to get to the same points. I don't think that. The levels are different if you're playing multiplayer to single player, um, which is interesting because if you think about that shipping level in single player, mm. that would have been massively frustrating because it was not easy to get from the crane back down to the boat. So you'd have yeah. to maneuver it perfectly, jump down, put it all in, and then come back up and try and pull it up. 
and that would have been horrific. But with eight people, you could have one person per corner, one person yeah. just to wave it in like this, and then uh, a couple of others operating the levers. Um, so it's pretty much there exactly are, the same. There are a couple of puzzles, though, I think, where actually, like having two of us, we use that to our advantage. We're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to both run and jump and use our joint momentum to knock this thing over or something. So it's kind of cool yeah. that it wasn't intended, but because of the almost sandboxy nature of the puzzles, that there are different ways of solving them anyway. So sandbox is precisely the word i would use for this game it is very much like a sandbox play how you want and it's kind of one of these games where the game itself doesn't matter is that you have these tools and you can create your own fun with it mm. um so for example i mean you mentioned the catapult earlier about putting a rock in it that's not what we did the first time the first time you put me in the catapult <laughs> And I just flailed towards a door and smashed it <laughs> open. Um, and that's the thing about having multiple people is that it just makes everything much more fun because you've got yeah. people to play with and see you doing stupid shit. Um, one of the nice touches is that if you do die, I mean, you don't have like a health meter or anything as arcane as that. Uh, the only way you die is if you drown in the water, if you go under it for too long, or if you fall off the edge of the world. Um, yeah. Which can happen. There was um, an interesting bit in the castle level we did where there was basically a ramp. And I think you were supposed <laughs> to cling to like this barrel and roll it down and then fly over with it. Um, but I just tried to run and jump. It <laughs> 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 just fell off the edge. And then it's like, oh, what happens now? And then you fall into the world from about 500 feet up. <laughs> you just come mm, smack straight into the ground where you were. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's one control we forgot, right? Because you could also just fall prone. Oh yeah, hence yeah, the, yeah. Hence the fall flat part of the title. So you could just push a button and you just went full ragdoll, like Vuth. I think you're like, oh like, yeah, I've got this, I've got this. I'm going to run down the ramp and full ragdoll, and you just fell off the end. <laughs> I thought I'd roll. <laughs> I didn't. You remember? Uh, did you ever have one of those toys as a kid? I mean, it's like a proper '60s toy where it was like a upside down thimble with like a button in the bottom of it and it would have like a little animal like a mine was a zebra and it was all held up with like a basically it must have been like a string or wire inside and when you pressed up the button inside it would just go and just collapse and it had all little joints <laughs> but when you pushed the button it would just go the full flat and as soon as you pulled your thumb out it go and pop back up again <laughs> um that's exactly what this game is like because it isn't just like when you go prone, you literally just turns to jelly. So his legs fall first, but then his whole—it's hilarious just the way it falls flat because it's just like, mm. oh, I've lost the will to live. <laughs> so it's very funny. I mean, I, I mentioned it earlier, but it's, it has a number of similarities to PUBG because the vaulting mechanic <laughs> is basically the same, and you can go prone. Just the same. Uh, and we killed as many people in this game as we did yeah. in the standard battle. <laughs> I probably killed you more than I've people I've killed in PUBG. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've probably died in this more. <laughs> um, all right, well, I don't think there's much more else to say about the game. Really, it's it doesn't take much explaining. It isn't hard to master. Well, you don't really master it. You just sort of piss around in it, really. So I think we're just going to crack on <laughs> straight away with our likes and dislikes and comments, uh, and, we'll, and we'll start with you, John. What, what, what did you like about the game? Cool. Well, I mean, I fundamentally, I like the way that they mixed up a lot of the content. So I, I was worried to start with. It's like, okay, there's not much I can do was the feeling I first had. It's like I can grab things and I can jump. 
we're going to get through level and we're going to have seen the whole game. What else can they do? But that was not true. They kept mixing it up with new content. I'm going to just get right in there and say the V word, variety. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, and that was just really great because it was something which they could keep. Oh, here's a new sort of puzzle. Even though it's the same thing you're doing, the environments were vastly different. So you got to you got to try different things, figure out different ways of getting around the environment and ultimately have re new reasons to throw yourself flat on the ground. So. Yeah, that's true. And there was a lot of variety as well in just the characters as well, because by default, he's just a little white blobby man. Looks a bit like the Michelin man, I guess, or the Pillsbury Doughboy. Um, but there's actually a huge amount of customization. They have all different hats and costumes you can get. So I think I had like a little police hat and a little moustache mm. and some little cowboy boots on or something. And everything else was just a white blubber. I can't remember <laughs> what yours was. I want to say it was a construction hat. I think we had like a YMCA I was a knight in shining armour. That's right. You were. A, I'll have you know, a paladin of the greatest honour. <laughs> didn't, didn't look like that when you were trying to <laughs> propel yourself off that windmill. <laughs> There's a bit where you, there was a windmill and I was like, you could move the windmill to angle mm. it. And I was like, if we grab onto the windmill, we could just let go of the apex and fly off. And I thought that the doctor with the PhD in mathematics <laughs> would be able to angle that correctly. But it took <laughs> 10 minutes of you just falling off it at the top. Yeah, like, I'm at the like apex. a sack of shit. That's Boom. the problem. <laughs> I'm bounding around through caves going, where is he? <laughs> There's a lot of um, customization for the character. Um, and in single player, that probably doesn't matter as much and it's just a nice touch. But in multiplayer, it makes a lot more entertaining. And especially, I guess, if you had eight people, we only ever played it with two. But if you had eight people, you obviously need a way to tell who is who. Uh, so it's mm. kind of nice that there was such a large amount of customization uh, between each character. Nice. So, I mean, I've touched on this a little bit before, but I'm going to just say the fundamentally my my last like is that the two core things failing and getting around are fun and that makes the game fun i mean ultimately you're going to spend most of your time just trying to get from a to b but you're going to fail a whole bunch and it's going to be funny because you're going to make jumps that you think you can make and you can't and when it's satisfying when you sort of thump into a wall or the floor and just crumple like a sack of shit. You know, like, it's just funny to watch. So you don't get too annoyed. And then you go back and you have another go. And eventually you figure out the angle or the trick of like, oh, I need to have the rock here or I need to make this bit higher or something. And then you do it and it works. So you, then you get the satisfaction of solving the puzzle. Uh, and then you get more fun of throwing yourself at the next bit. So, yeah. I think that's key as well. There is a huge amount of satisfaction to solving the puzzles because some of them have got a lot of interesting ways of doing things. Um, I mentioned this to you earlier, but it kind of it feels very Zelda-y, as in like Breath of the Wild mm. Zelda-y, in that there's just a load of systems and they work in the way they logically would in the real world. But it's it's odd saying that because in a computer <laughs> game, you think to yourself, of course it would. It's physics we've got all this stuff that can calculate this shit all the time but most games don't do things in a real world way and so it's really weird when something like a small indie title like this has things like the thing that comes to mind was there was a bit where there was like a little just a tiny little wooden dam 
that you had to break through mm, and you yeah. got a hook from a cable car and just put it over the top of it <laughs> and then set the cable car down the hill and it just ripped it out the ground and then all the water stuff through. it's like holy shit that worked <laughs> and like you kind of expect it to be like an invisible wall or you'll put yeah. it on and the hook will fall off or it'll be just stuck and the cable car will keep chattering down you don't expect it I, I think because we've been playing computer games like probably since the late 80s you kind of get used to the fact that things don't work the way they do in the real world. <laughs> yes. Yes. Great. We'll just, we'll just keep a marker for 34 minutes. You need to edit out some coughing. Yeah. But <laughs> seamless. Seamless. I thought you were going to make a joke. I just saw you on the webcam. I was like, is he coughing? Or is he I about to make a, a really rude joke? <laughs> right, I'll, put, I'll put a note. 34 to 34.30 needs to be removed. I love it. <laughs> Six, 16. So... Uh, we're both oh. dying of a cold today. It's great to hear. Oh, so, Jesus but we're soldiering through just for you. That's how dedicated we are to our craft. I like that you're mentioning that, despite the fact we'll edit this out. Nope, it's all uh, staying. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's fucking staying, Ben. Oh, Jesus Christ! <clears throat> I carry off from where I was. So it's that success in these little puzzles that's the really, really cool thing because it makes it incredibly satisfying. But also to pick up on your thing about locomotion, um, the way that you lift yourself up onto things is what I have come to term zombie arms because you literally <laughs> just raise them up and down. That's all you could do. Yeah. So half the time you're walking with your arms both outstretched in front of you like a zombie. <laughs> and then you'll like be on tiptoes and put, plop them just on a surface that you want to grab onto and then pull yourself up. Like you can't just get your fingernails on and pull yourself up. It's like, no, you need your full arms on. It's basically like a toddler climbing. Yeah. It's yeah. a very, very crude and it takes a lot of practice to get it right. It's actually a quite a difficult thing, but once you get into it, you're like, yay. <laughs> you remember there was the bit on the water level where <clears throat> we kept having to go back. So we kept dying and respawning. Mm. to get onto like a little boat and we just had to climb over these little vats of water and there was just a basic jump and yeah. we did it we did it first time we're like yeah we're pros at this and then after about the third death we couldn't do it anymore yeah. and you were there for like five minutes going I, I can't I can't get up <laughs> you're like putting your wrists on and just trying to climb up like that it's like not something not I working. usually say by the way just to be clear <laughs> <laughs> oh it was good um, in terms of dislikes um, I have one dislike uh, which is related to the whole zombie arms thing, which is uh, when we played it, there was no tutorial whatsoever, no explanation of what you should do, nothing. Um, now, that might be my fault because we hadn't played it in single player. <laughs> uh, we loaded up the multiplayer and um, just literally just, I chose a random level because I was like, oh, castle, that sounds good. I didn't like the sound of the first couple. I was like, ah, castle, that was good. So I think if we'd chosen the first one, maybe it would have given us a tutorial because when we finished Castle, a new menu option had appeared that said tutorial. And I clicked yeah, on it and yeah. it had like a little video and the video was actually really funny as well. It kind of reminded me of like the, um, of Portal, but of, of not like um, a slight tangent here. When you say Portal, people think GLaDOS, the games. When I think Portal now, I think of all of the stuff that's been since which is mainly like the little Aperture Labs, little stickmen people. Yeah, yeah, come along. yeah. It's very much like that. The whole of Human Fall Flat reminds me of those little characters. Mm. Um, and the video was no 
no exception like the little tutorial video is pretty cool um but yeah we had no idea what we were doing when we started <laughs> no idea what at all so um that that was a dislike i think that could have been handled slightly better maybe it is now yeah don't know okay go back and check but uh yeah make sure you look for the tutorial before you try and play this in multiplayer they'll save you yeah, a lot of frustration <laughs> <laughs> and talking about frustration i guess uh, the only thing i really didn't like well there were a few times where even if the failing was fun then the kind of state might have been reset a little bit because you oh the container fell off you're like, oh now i have to do it all again <laughs> and um there it wasn't i, I would say it was uh, there was a lot more fun than frustration so it wasn't yeah. a huge issue but there were a couple of times where i'm like oh i can't be able to do this again <clears throat> but i have to do it again because blah blah fell off or something didn't quite go right so and sometimes you don't really think it's your fault. You're like, I jumped the same way I did last time, I'm sure of it. My arms were out when I was holding the button, and I just can't quite pull myself up. It's like, come on, fucking Bob. You're not you a should be able to grab a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you should be able to pull yourself up this last centimetre. And then you kind of wiggle your ass around a little bit, and then instead of popping up, you just fall off. You're like, oh, <laughs> I was so close. Although but one of the... Those... One of the funniest things is when you do start to fall, you're like, oh, and you just yeah. grab with one hand and stick, <laughs> and then you're like falling, and then you're just there, and you're like, I'm going to have to let go and die, because yeah. I can't possibly get myself up, but I will swing and try and get myself up there, just in case. It's like, no. You never can, but you try, so. <laughs> I think um, you're correct about the frustration in that it is fun to fail at this game the first five times. Yeah. After that, when you've been on one bit and you failed 20 times and it's time to get bullshitty, you're like, eh. but luckily that was few and far between. Yeah. Um, I just have one comment in general, um, which may be important to people who've looked at this on Steam and then gone, I don't understand what all the hype's about because this has been in like the top 10 on Steam for a long time. Um, it's constantly in there. Um, I don't know if it is at the moment, but generally it's there. I, I'd heard about it just from seeing it on Steam a lot. Um, and when I looked at it, I thought to myself, that looks like utter shit. Um, <clears throat> and when on a Saturday afternoon, we said, let's play this for a little bit. We'll see what this is like. Uh, and we started it and I invited you in and I thought to myself, <laughs> this looks shit. I instantly regret us playing this game. And we were like walking around, flailing around, trying to jump. I was like, <laughs> seems so janky. It seems so cheap and bad. And like, I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what we're supposed to be. What's the point of this fucking game? <laughs> and then we got drawn into it. Uh, and then once you realise that there, it isn't just like a sandbox, like here's a load of stuff that you can do what you want with, it's more a case of there is a place to get to, but you just haven't realised where that is yet, um, then it clicked. And when we got onto the second level, once we'd done Castle and we went, oh, okay, there is a goal, and we started the yeah. water one, that's when it really clicked. And I really enjoyed that level. Um, yeah, so yeah. don't let the look of it deceive you. I mean, I'm very orientated on that kind of like visual and you're a graphic snob is what you're i saying. am i well, I'm an everything <laughs> snob really but um i the note i have in front of me is i thought it was going to be shit turns out it wasn't and i can't give it a higher praise than that <laughs> nice so um conclusions uh would we play it again would we recommend it that's the questions we always ask john would you play it again yeah i would um there's a few levels we haven't done yet I mean, the problem is we obviously keep working our way through games because we do lots of podcasts and, and our streaming and stuff. But uh, yeah. so 
We might not have necessarily time to play it again, but I would. I mean, if we met up in person and one of us happened to have it on Switch, I'd yeah. be like, yeah, let's give it another go. Or if we're in a situation where there are four or five or six of us, you know what? Let's play some play some games for an hour and there's a bit a few too many of us to play what we normally play. I would definitely play it again. So uh, I wouldn't rush to play it again. It was great. And uh, I think once you've done all the levels, the re- reasons to play it again would go down. We haven't quite yeah. finished them all yet, so I would I would keep playing it to finish it off, and then maybe again. So, and would you recommend um, it? Yeah, yeah, I would. I mean, it's twelve quid, so it's not it's not a, it's not going to break the bank. I I wouldn't probably recommend it if you're just going to get it for yourself. It's probably still fun, but it's definitely something which is more fun when you can be an idiot around your friends. Yeah, <laughs> like going off and doing karaoke on your own. Eh. Doing karaoke with all your friends, that's a laugh. So I think yeah, it's basically a rock band game. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> right, rock, rock band can be fun on its own. It can be fun, but it's, yeah, you know, but it's, it's better with really other people. For, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think I'm of a similar mind. I would play it again. Um, I like your, if we had six people, <laughs> we'd play it. If we had six people, we'd play Betrayal at House on the Hill. If we had seven, oh. that's too many people. <laughs> we'd play Betrayal and make someone watch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I would definitely play it again, um, and I would definitely recommend it to, uh, <clears throat> as you say, anyone that wants to play a decent multiplayer game. Um, I think locally it would be a laugh. I'd definitely play it mm. uh, with you if we were just pissed one night, just <laughs> sat together playing it. Cause it's, it'd be a great game for playing when you're drunk, just cause the whole yeah, flaily yeah. around thing is quite funny. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a good game, decent game. <laughs> Was better than I expected it to be. Agreed. Great. Well, on that <laughs> ringing endorsement, <laughs> I hope they stick that on that game. Shy Guys <laughs> said, better than we thought it would be. <laughs> <laughs> on that ringing endorsement, we say thank you very much for listening. And uh, you can check out our website at connectingtohost.co.uk where you can see all kinds of other episodes. I think we've got over 30 now. Um, some recent shows we've done have included Player Unknown Battlegrounds, Invisigun Heroes, Marion Rabbit's Kingdom Battle, Cuphead, and we did a few specials about games we liked most in 2017 and games we're most looking forward to in 2018. Uh, join us next time. We'll be talking about Shadow Warrior 2. And yes, we said that last time, and we probably won't do it next time either, because that's the <laughs> game we have in the bottom of the bag in case we run out of episodes to do. So it'll probably be something else. Um, if you have games you'd like to suggest for us to actually play, um, then go on to Twitter and message us at CTHCast. Um, if you're feeling particularly special and you'd like to win a free game, maybe Elder Scrolls Online, Tamriel Unlimited, then just mm. send us a picture of an amusing flamingo on that Twitter account at CTHCast. First person that does will get a free game, Elder Scrolls Online. Um, and then finally, if you enjoyed the show, leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, we very much appreciate them because I don't know if we have any, and that's sad, and it makes us sad. And it makes Bob sad. And you don't want to make Bob sad. So thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time for Not Shadow Warrior 2. <laughs>